Hello and welcome to How I Got Here. In this episode, we're going to talk to Claire Walsh and Scylla from Tanzania. We're going to talk about the hardships that Scylla's had to overcome and the orphanage program, which Claire is a part of. Welcome, Claire. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for having us. No, thank you both for coming in. Could you tell us a bit about the orphan program? Sure. So um, IOP stands for the Alula Orphan Program. Mm -hmm. um, And it was started 15 years ago by a lady called Berit Scar, who is originally from Norway. And she arrived in Tanzania with, I think, one suitcase and uh, just was following a dream that she had had and went to a place that she felt needed her. And she started this amazing program. So she started with just five children, Mm -hmm. five uh, orphans who needed support with their life, with their education. They They didn't have anything at all. And she... She said that she was going to try to work with them to give them the best life that she could. So she found sponsors for them and these children went on to go to school and have an education. And, and that's really how it all started. And it, it just grew from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, you know, 15 years on, IOP has got an orphanage. It's got um, so many different projects. There's a HIV outreach project. There's a foster family project. Um, there's really... Many, many, I think there's, I think it's 18 in total projects that they have now, all mm. under the IOP umbrella. You know, and there's people sponsoring children literally all over the world. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a huge success, and um, you know, and it's getting stronger and stronger and stronger, which is great. And I think certainly what's what's very lo- lovely for us here is that because we have the opportunity to go to Tanzania, we do all these fundraising events, and then we go over there and we see exactly where the money is going and what's being done with it and we watch the projects progressing and mm-hmm. over the last four or five years since we've been going we've really seen how how much it's growing and how strong it's becoming and that's uh, that's amazing to be able to see that happening right in front of our eyes. And people who are listening how can they get involved apart from donating money are there other ways that we can get involved? Yeah I mean there's loads of ways there's we're constantly doing fundraising events mm-hmm. um, that people can come along to. We have a band called Alizetti, which means sunflower in Swahili. And we're doing gigs sort of all over You're the in place. that band, I'm right? I'm in that band. And so we're playing sort of around Luxembourg uh, regularly. So you can come and tolerate us and throw a few quid into the guitar case. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think a lot of people now have heard about IOP, so there's loads of really good stuff going on. Like there was a guy a couple of years ago, I think it was last year or the year before, who swam from Alcatraz to the mainland Mm. um, and raised a load of money for IOP. Another friend of ours uh, cycled around Ireland and raised money. So Mm. a lot of people doing stuff. And there's also, of course, the sponsorship program, which is really a very easy, easy, easy way to help IOP and and is so important and so effective and has really a massive impact um, because it's, you know, you're sponsoring a child to go to school. So you're you're providing an education for children. And this is so easy to do. It's actually €125 a year. Mm. to sponsor a preschool child or a primary school child, um, which is just nothing. I mean, you know, it's nothing at all. And then if you would like to be a life sponsor, which means that you would support one of the girls living in the orphanage, Mm. um, paying for their keep, their food, their clothes, that's €300 a year. So it's still not extortionate. Okay. Um, And that, you know, that's really a a fantastic way to, to support IOP. And when you sponsor someone, do you have contact with them? And is there a follow up? 
yeah, you do have contact with them. They're constantly drawing lovely little pictures and sending them. And you get every year you get a, a sort of an update on, on how they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if ever it was the case, which, you know, unfortunately can happen, that they no longer need to be sponsored for whatever reason, you know, you are always informed, which is, I think, something that we found along the way that people are a bit hesitant about when they're entering sponsorship programmes is that, you know, they don't know really where their money's going and they're not sure if it's a faceless charity. And and so, you know, we can say, we go there, we've seen the children, we've taught the children, and we know that if circumstances change, um, you know, your sponsorship will be provided for another child who needs it. So there's really good communication there. Okay. Um, so people know what's going on. Okay, that sounds really good. So Scylla is part of the sponsorship programme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scylla is a success story of IOP. We're very proud of her. And yeah. Scylla, you're 21. Yeah, I'm 21. And you came to Luxembourg for how long? For three, uh, three months. For three months yeah. to do the, was it the work experience as a teacher? Yeah, work experience as a teacher in Sunflower, Montessori. Okay. Yeah. And why did you want to be a teacher? I want to be a teacher in order to help others to reach their goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And have you enjoyed your experience in Luxembourg? Yeah, I have enjoyed so much. I have been uh, in Brussels. I have been uh, in Alzati Group playing with them for fundraising wow. their money. And yeah. I have been in France. Yeah. I have been in German. Yeah. So I feel happy to be here. As we do this interview, it's snowing. Is this the first time you've seen snow? Yeah, it was first time. So <laughs> What was I, that like? Uh, it was wonderful for me. I was enjoying so much because that Tanzania we don't have snow. Mm-hmm. All this time it's sun, hot, so yeah. it's about 35 degrees. Yeah. So which is here is no, it's about three degrees, so yeah. it's a lot of cold, yeah. So. Would you sh- be able to share with listeners how you came to join the programme and a little bit about your story? When I was two years old, mm-hmm. my dad died, mm-hmm. and when I, was th- when I was three years old, my mom died. So it was difficult to me because I took care for from my aunt, mm-hmm. which she was living in poor. So it was difficult for me to live with her. Yeah. Then um, IOP it starts to support me by giving uh, uniform, shoes, mm-hmm. and the money exercise book. So it uh, it was. Help for me, it was help. How did IOP find you, or how did you find IOP? Um, IOP is found for me, uh, for me when mm-hmm. I was at primary school. Okay. But she came at primary school, then she asked who don't have both parents, mm-hmm. then we was laid up our hands, then she said, I will help you mm-hmm. because you don't have parents. So... How old were you when that happened? When I was six, my sponsors um, in German, Irma and yours. Okay. Yes. And had you met them before in Tanzania or this is the first time you met them? No, it's not the first time. They okay. came in Tanzania, then they asked, what, what is your plan? Then I said, I, I want to be a teacher for nursery school. Mm-hmm. Then they said, so why are you here? Mm-hmm. Um, then I said because my my sponsor, who was 
sponsoring me when I was form one up to form four. Mm. Then she was sick. Then they asked me, why are you here? Then I said, uh, because my sponsor, she's sick, so I don't have any help who can help me to go to school because I want to become a teacher. Then they said, we will help you mm-hmm. then in order to become a teacher because we, we like you the way you, in order to reach the, the goals. Yeah. Yes. Because they could see that you had a very clear goal that you wanted to be a teacher. Yeah, but I don't yeah. have any help. Then yeah. That's why they help me. Okay. Yeah. And what advice would you give other children who were in your position who also lost their parents and they're having a difficult time? Do you have some advice for them? I want to advise them. Mm. They have to work hard. They have to feel free because there's that there's some people they can help them have to explain the problem which they have mm. so that the people they can help them. And when you found out that you were coming to Luxembourg, were you very happy, really excited? Yeah, I was very happy then. I was excited so much because, you know, when we are at Tanzania, we mm-hmm. we listen that Europe, Europe, but we don't know anything. Yeah. But so I was very, very excited then. I was so happy because I was at school when I was still studying. Then they st- they told me uh, in December you will go in in Europe. Then I feel I feel happy, you know. Yeah. I feel excited that I wish December to come quickly <laughs> and I can go <laughs> in Europe. <laughs> um, you're very very confident, and it's very brave to come to a place where you don't know anyone. Yeah. Where does your confidence come from? Yeah, my confidence, it comes from many volunteers. They are coming in Tanzania, so they can talk with us, they can teach us a lot of things. Then I feel comfortable when I come here because I can meet meet with them. Then I can talk with them, I can feel free because they are helping me a lot of things. They are teaching me a lot of things, so I was very happy. Did you meet Claire in Tanzania before you came? Yeah, I okay. met Claire in Tanzania. So that helped you, knowing yeah. that Claire would be here waiting was yes. helpful. Yeah. She's my honorary sister. <laughs> um, Silla, where do you see yourself in 10 years' time? Um, what do you want to be doing? I want to continue working mm-hmm. as a teacher. Then I want to help others who, mm-hmm. who don't have parents because I have been uh, sponsored with others. Yeah. So I have to sponsor other child yeah. because I will have my money. Yeah. Then I will sponsor the children who have any parents so that they can reach their goals like me. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's many people outside of Tanzania who don't know what life in Tanzania is like. What's life like for someone who is your age, for example? It's difficult mm-hmm. to them, the, the people who have the age, like me, who mm. don't have education mm-hmm. because they can live in difficult lives. Yeah. So it's difficult for them to live without education, without any advice, like as, as you give me advice, a lot of things you teach me. So it's difficult to for them to live without education and 
without money mm-hmm. so they are living in difficult life but some others they have education mm-hmm. as like me as well i have education mm-hmm. then i have the work now so it's so you were sponsored since you were six until now is yeah. that right and that's how you have a good education and yeah. you had the opportunity to come to Luxembourg yes. and hopefully you'll become a teacher. Yeah. So what do you need to do now to become a teacher? Do you need more training or how does that work? I need more training then I have to work hard in order to become a good teacher mm-hmm. then in order to have some money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of money. You have to work hard so that some other people they can imitate from me mm-hmm. then they can work hard if you are showing the example for them then they mm-hmm. can do as you do yeah yes lead by example yeah, yeah. Lead by example so i normally ask people who i interview what they would tell their 18 year old self but you're one of the youngest successful people to be interviewed so i wanted to ask you to give advice to other people who are your age, maybe not just in Tanzania, but also in Europe and just people who are listening who are your age that need advice, what would you tell them? Um, I would like to tell them that they have to work hard to, to have a good cooperation with others. Mm-hmm. They have to listen their advice from others mm-hmm. so that they can, they can live in a good way. Thank you. And I'm going to ask you, what is the soundtrack to your life? I like to sing mm-hmm. because when we are singing at IOP, we feel happy. Mm-hmm. Then because um, vol- many volunteers, they are coming there, they are listening the music, the si- songs from us. Then it can be, we feel happy because the song is normal for us. We can, when we wake up, we can sing. When we are going to sleep, we can sing. It's like just normal singing for us at IOP. Yeah, we don't have music uh, instrument, but we have the drum. We can drum, we can dance, we can sing, we can play. It's it's nice. Do you do that every day? We do it every day when we are going to sleep, when we wake up, because if we wake up, we have, we have to pray. Mm-hmm. And if we are going to, to sleep, we have to pray. Okay. Yeah. And I'll, just to jump in there, as, yeah. um, you know, as a volunteer who's been out there a few times, also the girls singing becomes a soundtrack to your trip in, in Tanzania. You know, it becomes a huge part of, of your experience there. I mean, like Silla said, it's the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning, you come together, you sing. It's mm-hmm. the last thing you do before you go to bed at night. And actually, they don't need musical instruments. I mean, these gorgeous voices with all these different harmonies, it's its just stunning. And I think it's certainly something that me personally as a volunteer has taken away with me every time. And, you know, something I really look forward to being involved in when I'm over there. I mean, that's how our band started, really. We did so much singing in, in Tanzania that when we got back, we said, OK, we have to keep we have to keep going with this. You know, we really mm-hmm. have to keep this going. And that's that's where the inspiration for the band came from. So I think it's just a very musical place and and it's really uh it's really beautiful Scylla thank you so much for coming in today it's been a pleasure to meet you and it's been a very very inspiring story is there anything else that you want the listeners to know Uh, I want to say well you are welcome Um, you are welcome 
volunteer. You're welcome, people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are welcome so much. And mm-hmm. come and see us when we are dancing, when we are praying, when we are doing a lot of different things. You will you will meet us. We should see it for ourselves. We should come to Tanzania and see it for ourselves. Yeah. Come to Ilula to visit IOP. Okay. Sure. Done. I'm coming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you so much, Zella. Claire, could you just yeah. tell us, because now everyone's intrigued and they're on the edge mm-hmm. of their seats about yeah, how yeah, they can get want. involved <laughs> like right now. Like that's, how, that's where I'm at. How can we get involved right now? Okay, so we have an IOP Luxembourg. So mm-hmm. this is um, our little group here. Yeah. And any dealings um, that anyone in Luxembourg has with IOP go through this little group. So the chairperson of this group is Helen Clark, who's also the director of Sunflower Montessori Crèche, where Scylla is doing her work experience. Mm-hmm. Um, Helen has also been out to Tanzania every year since... 2011 um, and she plays a huge part in the in the fundraising uh, she's also in the band she's actually the chairperson of IOP okay. Lux so if you have any questions or anything that you would like to know about the sponsorship program she's the best person to contact how can we get in touch with Helen uh, you can email her directly at helen.clark at sunflower.lu okay um, but you can also go on to the Alula website just if you want to find out some more information about the different projects and and what's going on over there i think it's regularly updated so you can keep track on there as well and how often can volunteers go to tanzania is there like a trip or you can just do it when you want to yeah you can do it when you want to i mean we tend to go during the summer Mm and we're all teachers it's easier for us to go during the summertime and we've been going in July and August um, since yeah since we started going in 2011 Um, but you can go whenever I mean people go at Christmas you know people that we've when we go over there we meet lots of volunteers who are volunteering at the same time of us as us from different parts of the world and they some of them are there for a really long time and we we met a girl there last time um from I think she was from Hong Kong and she was staying for something like six months okay you know, then you get people just going for a month some people going for a few weeks it's really you know everybody's different but every time we've gone there's been volunteers there and I think any time of the year that you go there's volunteers I don't think the center is ever empty of volunteers people are constantly going and mm-hmm. and you know that's the other lovely thing even if you decide it's something you want to do on your own you'll meet you'll meet people you'll make friends you know you'll come away from that experience and it will have been life-changing you know in mm-hmm. many different ways so it's really something that's worthwhile and of course if you don't want to actually go there yourself there's still so many things that you can be doing from right here in Luxembourg. And the sponsorship you could be doing you could just sign up right now couldn't you? Yeah I mean you can sign up right now and honestly I, I just can't say enough good things about the sponsorship program I mean it's it's really something so worthwhile I mean 125 euro a year. <laughs> and how many volunteers are in Tanzania um, on the receiving and helping to organise the sponsorship? Well, they have, um, within the IOP sort of family, let's say, they have um, somebody who's, you know, they have a coordinator of the sponsorship programme, they have a coordinator of the foster family programme. So there's always a contact over there on that side who's keeping things sort of in place and mm-hmm. keeping track of things. Um, I think it's Justin, isn't it? Yeah, Justin jo- Mwanga. Yeah, Justin Manga. Mwanga. I'm not very good at the pronunciation. <laughs> um, he's the sponsorship co- coordinator. Okay. Um, so you've got sort of teams of people working 
all over the place. I mean, literally all over the world. Um, and as I say, you know, communicating to the very best that we can. I think recently they've had internet installed up in the centre, the IOP centre, so that's made life a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, you know, everyone's doing a really good job. And, and you know, I, I didn't get a chance to say it earlier, but one of the other lovely things about IOP is that when Berit started this organisation, started this company, she insisted that everybody who had been through the sponsorship programme yeah. So all of the students like Scylla who had had sponsorship had to go back and give three years of their time back to IOP. Mm-hmm. So that's their way of sort of saying, OK, I'm, you know, I've been sponsored. I've, I've had my education. I've got this far. And now I'm going to go back and help other people within IOP, mm-hmm. help other children. That's amazing. And it is amazing. And that's how it works. You know, people yeah. are giving back. And it's just a it's a really wonderful way of humans helping humans. And I mean, I just don't think you can get any better than that, really. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. I'm going to play the soundtrack to your life now, which is one of the songs by the choir. Yeah. Claire, what's the? Is there a name of the choir? Or? They're just called the IOP Choir, and it's okay. basically the girls in the centre, and they practice regularly, and they're really, I mean, phenomenal, really phenomenal. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Loved it. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye bye. Bye bye. So a huge thank you to Scylla and Claire for coming in today. Scylla's story was really, really inspiring. But don't just listen. Think about how you can get involved too. As you've heard, it's not a lot of money in the grand scheme of things, considering how much it could change someone's life. And Scylla mentioned to me off air that at some point she was really ready to give up because when you don't have family and you don't have people waiting for you or supporting you, you almost feel like it's easier to give up than it is to try and make it work. But it was because of that German couple who sponsored her that kept her going. So you could be that source of inspiration for someone else. So I think it's really important if you're considering it and you do have the money then make sure you get involved and I think this particular program is really rewarding because you're signed up to a particular orphan who then becomes your family member in in a way and you're supporting them and uh, you have regular contact with them so you know exactly where the money's going me personally I'm totally on board with this Uh, I hope you are too as I promised you I'm going to play you the song that Scylla said is one of her favorite songs and it's by the IOP choir and the song is We Are Orphans and it's all sung by the orphans who are part of the program in Tanzania so I really hope you enjoy the song before I play you the song I wanted to emphasize how important it is that you go onto iTunes and give us a five-star rating on the review box it only takes a couple of seconds but it really helps us get the word out there so more people can listen therefore keeping podcasting free so in the long run it benefits everyone so please make sure you do that for me I'm very very grateful thank you again for listening to RCT Radio's How I Got Here I'm Marina Light and I look forward to sharing the next podcast with you this is the IOP Choir with We Are Orphans